Bose, the host from the Reba Show. Home ownership here from the expert. I've been a loan officer for the past 30 years. During that time, I've been able to help many home buyers become homeowners. My name is Alex Ruiz, co-host of the Reba Show. At 15 plus years of financial services experience, I'm currently an agency owner for an insurance company. On the show, you'll hear from industry experts if you're looking to purchase your home or to sustain your home. Make sure to tune in and listen to us every Tuesday at 2 p.m. And learn from the experts. I'm Salvador Villalobos, the host from The Reba Show, home ownership here from The Expert. I've been a loan officer for the past 30 years. During that time, I've been able to help many home buyers become homeowners. My name is Alex Ruiz, co-host of The Reba Show. At 15 plus years of financial services experience, I'm currently an agency owner for an insurance company. On the show, you'll hear from industry experts if you're looking to purchase your home or to sustain your home. Make sure to tune in and listen to us every Tuesday at 2 p.m. And learn from the experts. I'm your host, Salvador Villalobos. Unfortunately, my co-host, Alex Ruiz, is under the weather. So get better, Alex. Give me your critique on this one today because it's going to be a great show. Call on in. So again, I'm your host, Salvador Villalobos. I am very fortunate to have on our show as our guest, uh, Sarah Eleanor Mm -hmm. with um, the Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation. She is the um, programs coordinator. Is that correct? Senior manager now. Oh, okay. Senior manager now. Okay. So So maybe the first time I I joined y'all on the show, I was a coordinator, but um, yeah. So I think the website needs to be updated. It could be. (laughs) So senior manager, congratulations. Congratulations. So Sarah brings a wealth of knowledge, and I'm not going to do her un, uh, in, um, injustice. I'm going to let her give us, uh, tell us a little bit about herself. So Sarah. So yes, I'm Sarah Eleanor, um, Senior Manager of Homeownership Programs at TSHAC, Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation. Uh, we do say TSHAC. I, I know that the acronym doesn't make sense. It's not in the order it should be, but Um, It was that way before I came. So T-Shack it is. Uh, I just celebrated my 10-year anniversary here. So I've been with the corporation for for a while, but have been in affordable housing my entire career. So I started off with Habitat for Humanity, and I was an AmeriCorps VISTA volunteer for a couple of years with an affiliate in North Carolina. Um, I made my way back to Iowa, where I'm from, uh, got married, was a housing counselor there for a few years. So I was actually helping folks get into homeownership opportunities and overcoming obstacles that they might um, have been facing, credit, uh, budgeting, so on and so forth. And then um, we eventually made our way back down here to Austin, which is where my husband is from. He couldn't handle the Iowa winters. Oh, they're (laughs) brutal. (laughs) They're pretty brutal. We had the worst winter on record the very first winter we lived there as a couple. And um, 
our car got buried in the parking lot, like to the Ooh. point where you couldn't even see it. <laughs> it was completely under snow. He's like, yeah, we need to get back to Austin. We need to get back <laughs> to Texas. So, um, so when we moved down here, I, I actually ended up meeting all of the T-Shack staff on a Habitat for Humanity job site. I started volunteering because I didn't have a job right away. And um, I met everybody on staff. They were doing a work developer, a staff development day rather. Um, and so I taught them how to install windows and chatted yeah. with them about my passion for affordable housing. And I think it was less than a year later, they ended up having a position open up and they reached out and the rest is history, as they say. I think they created one for you. That could have been it, actually. <laughs> you come with a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, thank you. So um, I'm very impressed with the, you know how involved you are. I mean, you just didn't apply for a job. You actually built up to it without knowing that's that's incredible yeah yeah so I was lucky enough for them to to meet them it was very fortuitous as they say um to have met them that day yes. it was in the stars <laughs> you know God puts us in different places where we need to be and uh, to create you know create those ripples right yep yep so um today's show it's going to be you don't need 20 percent down to buy your home is that correct that's correct. So we're do, so we're gonna bust some myths, right? We're gonna Let's do bust a lot of those myths. <laughs> okay, right. you're the myth buster. I am the myth buster today. Okay. Yes. So, tell us about uh, T Shack. Tell us exactly what they do and what are they offering. Sure. So, um, the first thing is a lot of people don't realize that we are actually the state's kind of nonprofit, if you will. Uh, we are created at the direction of the Texas Legislature. We are um, a self-sustaining nonprofit, meaning that we do not receive any taxpayer dollars from the Texas General Fund or, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but we do um, have oversight. So the governor appoints our board. Um, every nonprofit has a board. And so we do have the same oversight that a state agency would have, but we don't use any taxpayer dollars. So we do a lot of really cool things. Um, we help developers rehab and build affordable housing throughout the entire state through different financing streams that we make available. Uh, then we also have our homeownership programs, which is what we're going to talk more about today right. um, to help people get into homes. And then we also have various other programs that where we give out grants to nonprofits that are providing, um, what do I say, wraparound services to their clients that live on site. Or, what do you mean um, uh, wraparound services? Just out of Providing like um, child care services, educational services, budgeting, college counseling, things like that to their residents. Uh, and then it's also, you know, that they're providing affordable housing in addition to those services. So we, we have a lot of grant money available for those organizations um, through our um, Texas Foundations Fund. And then we have a program also where we bring training to housing counselors that are providing home buyer education, credit counseling, things like that. Uh, and we provide them, um, serve, you know, basically education to bring back to their communities at a 95% reduction in tuition. We'll even provide scholarships for them to travel and stay uh, here in Austin while they're attending those trainings. So, so are they, is that a certified program through the state or through uh, a national? So the training that we provide is actually done by a third party. And we typically partner with NeighborWorks America, and they are a HUD approved, you know, so any training that they provide would be 
either going toward a certification or it might, you know, it might be a certification in itself. Uh, so we're, we're helping the counselors continue their education and bring that back. Counselors at other organizations, not counselors within TSHAC. Correct. Counselors at other organizations. Yes. Fantastic. So, so many programs. We do a lot. (laughs) So my head's spinning. I can only imagine a borrower or a homeowner or a home buyer, better yet. Home borrower or home buyer, right? Because you offer it for both, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how would a home buyer know which programs to choose? Well, the home buyer programs are pretty straightforward. We have um, a lot of the other programs I mentioned are more for capacity building of affordable housing, things like that. Um, our one direct service program is the down payment assistance and the mortgage credit certificates. So the down payment assistance is pretty much what it is, right? What you hear. It's providing assistance for their down payment and or closing costs. We provide uh, different levels. So like two, three, four, and 5% is what we offer. That two, three, four, and 5% is based on their overall loan amount that they would get. So I always give the example of a $100,000 mortgage. If they choose our 4% down payment assistance option, then they'd be getting $4,000 to put toward their down payment and or closing any combination of those things. Um, So you can use that with a, excuse, I'm sorry. You can do that with an FHA loan, uh, yes. a, a, a conventional VA, USDA? Yes, any of the loan types are acceptable. Mm-hmm. So you can potentially, if you are selecting the 5%, and that's 5% of the loan amount, not the interest rate. So uh, it's $5,000. If you're using a conventional program, which is 3%, that means you can use 3% for the down payment and then 2% for closing cost. Correct, yes. Exactly. Um, So a lot of scenarios, I mean, obviously, the more down payment assistance, the higher level down payment assistance options are certainly the more popular ones. Um, And that's because they need the the extra money to cover closing. Um, So that's that's fantastic. Those options are available. Then we also have the mortgage credit certificate. That's the one that's a little bit more mysterious um, and people don't understand what that means. It's not as straightforward. Uh, So. The way that we've been explaining it to folks recently is that it is a first-time homebuyer program. So um, the definition of a first-time homebuyer is anybody who hasn't had ownership interest in a primary residence in the last three years. Okay. Um, so you can have owned before, but as long as you haven't lived in that home for the last three years, then you would still be considered a first-time homebuyer. So is it the same um, but, definition for the down payment assistance as it is for the more, uh, MCC or the mortgage credit? No, credit? thank you. So for the down payment assistance, you do not have to be a first-time home buyer. Ah, right. Um, so you can be, you know, buying another primary residence and still use our program. Um, the mortgage credit certificate, what it does for a home buyer is it helps them get 20% of their interest, their mortgage interest that they spend every single year they live in the house back through a tax credit. So it's kind of like a 20% rebate on their mortgage interest. Uh, Huge benefit in today's market with the the higher interest rates, the higher mortgage interest rates that we're seeing now. Um, So you tack on an MCC to that loan and they're really able to get almost like a lower interest rate in a a roundabout way, right? They're effectively lowering it. Um, It's not directly lowering their interest rate, but they're getting 20% of that interest back. So 
it's a rebate, essentially. And that can be thousands of dollars, depending on how much you're paying in interest. Hundreds of dollars to thousands of dollars, which it's almost like a forced savings in a way. Yeah. It's right? most likely going to be thousands, just given the interest rates that we're seeing today. Perfect. You know, if the interest rates are closer to 6%, um, then they're going to be benefiting significantly by getting 20% of that interest back. So hypothetically, if you receive $2,000 say in, in that rebate um if you look at it if you divide it by 12 that's what that's less what you're paying in interest for your home is that yeah. about right yeah so and actually fantastic. i mean i know that you know this salvador um that you know that 20 percent, whatever that equates to let's say it's 2500 you know and you divide that by 12 that's that's what a lender can actually use to help the borrower qualify for the loan too. You can add that it's to their thunder. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's my that's favorite awesome. part though, because it can actually yeah. help someone potentially qualify to begin with. I've used that many times to help somebody qualify. Sometimes yeah. we're off $80 and using that MCC credit is gives us $93. So now they, they just slot, slid in right in under the uh, qualifying factor. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's helped a lot of folks, uh, you know, and also, when we were really seeing those higher home prices for a little bit there, thankfully things are starting to backslide. Right. Uh, thank goodness. But you know, they, it was helping them qualify to be, you know, to, to get into the neighborhood they were wanting to get into, um, helping them qualify for a little bit more right. house, um, you know, 20 to $30,000 more house. Um, so yeah, it was really helpful there for a while too, for that. So there's a trifecta here. You have, help with the down payment assistance and your closing cost. You're going to get the MCC if you're a first time home buyer by the different uh, definition that you have to be, you couldn't own a home in the last three years. And uh, so that MCC is going to lower you. Uh, it's going to, you're, it's going to affect, give you a, uh, an effective lower rate. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have the, the interest rate, the note rate, but effectively it's you're getting some of it back. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, Third, um, you can combine this. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no. Perfect. You can do DPA and MCC together. That That's fantastic. So you're helping you're more people. Higher, so, yeah. That's incredible. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to continue. This is some fascinating information. And I know that something just came, it's in the works. I yes. heard about it this morning. So I want to bring that out as well to the light. Okay. So um, please catch us on the flip side of this commercial break. Uh, and we're here with Sarah Eleanor with T-Shack, Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation. I'm Salvador Villalobos, the host of The Reba Show, home ownership here from the expert. I've been a loan officer for the past 30 years. During that time, I've been able to help many home buyers become homeowners. My name is Alex Ruiz, co-host of The Reba Show. At 15 plus years of financial services experience, I'm currently an agency owner for an insurance company. On the show, you'll hear from industry experts if you're looking to purchase your home or to sustain your home. Make sure to tune in and listen to us every Tuesday at 2 p.m. And learn from the experts. 
I'm Salvador Villalobos, the host from The Reba Show, home ownership here from The Expert. I've been a loan officer for the past 30 years. During that time, I've been able to help many home buyers become homeowners. My name is Alex Ruiz, co-host of The Reba Show. At 15 plus years of financial services experience, I'm currently an agency owner for an insurance company. On the show, you'll hear from industry experts if you're looking to purchase your home or to sustain your home. Make sure to tune in and listen to us every Tuesday at 2 p.m. And learn from the experts. You're listening to The Reba Show, home ownership here from the experts live from Fishbowl Studios in Bedford, Texas. I'm your host, Salvador Villalobos. Uh, again, our co-host, Alex Reese, is at home nursing uh, a throat. So get better, Alex. Um, today, we're discussing you don't need 20% down to buy a home, your new home. And you don't have to be a first-time home buyer as well as Sarah Eleanor, who is the senior manager for the um, Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation, T-Shirt. Right. T-Shirt. <laughs> so, uh, Sarah, at the break, we were discussing that you can combine both the um, down payment assistance plus the um, MCC, which is the mortgage uh, credit certificate. And you gave a great explanation as to how you can combine both of those. So, One of the major questions is, well, if I get this loan, then I have to also pay back the down payment assistance. That's going to be an added monthly mortgage payment uh, or added to my mortgage payment. Is that correct? So that's not correct. Um, There's two ways that you can receive the down payment assistance. One way is uh, our grant option, which is basically forgiven after six months of closing, right? Um, six months after you close. And then our three-year deferred forgivable second lien. It's the biggest, longest name we realized, but we were hopeful that it would explain itself in the name. So essentially, as long as you live there for three years, it's the, the payments are deferred, there's no interest accruing, and right. it will get forgiven in full on the third anniversary of your note date. So the, basically the third anniversary of your closing date, more or less. Um if you were to sell or refinance within that initial three years with that option, you would have to pay back the down payment assistance. But um, as long as you live there for at least three years, it becomes a grant or a gift and is forgiven. Oh, great. Yeah. So it's forgiven. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned you don't have to have 20% down. And I, I, I did want to like say one thing about that. Right. So yeah, with most, most of our down payment assistance options that we just talked about, uh, it's, the, the down payment's going to range between 3% and 3.5%. That's the minimum down payment requirement. And we are offering you 2, 3, 4, and 5% options to cover that minimum down payment requirement that ranges between 3 and 3.5%. Three and so nowhere near the 20% that uh, Salvador mentioned when we came live. So just wanted to point that out real quick. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Now, Five percent, although being although very generous, sometimes isn't enough. Correct? Are you allowed? Is the seller allowed to help with the closing cost? Um, is there other uh, ways that the seller, the, the buyer, doesn't have have to come in with as much out of pocket? Or what? Is it, or do they have a minimum required that they have to contribute? So, um, 
with most, you know, normal property types, uh, so like your condos, your single family residences, no minimum borrower contribution for those. Um, and yes, absolutely, the seller can help with the closing costs. And that's going to be up to the loan product itself that you're that the lender is using. So it could be an FHA loan, VA loan, USDA, Fannie or Freddie conventional, whatever they allow, we allow. Um, so, you know, I think with FHA, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, it's 6% is right. the max seller contribution. So that would be the same. I mean, we don't have any uh, restrictions on that. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So that is great. So more money that they can keep in their pocket for a rainy day or yes. help them uh, help them furnish that home. Yes. Right? So Absolutely. that's great. And we've even seen people get their earnest money back at the closing table. We see that a lot, actually, where um, the seller is contributing. We are offering the 5% DPA, mm -hmm. uh, and then they end up having more than enough to cover their closing costs and down payments. Right. Then they're like, what do we do with this extra money? And we allow them to get back anything they pay outside of closing. Um, so, you know, earnest money, appraisal fees credit report fees, things like that, they can get that money back. Um, and then any additional money on top of that, which we see with VA loans or USDA loans, they don't have a down payment minimum required, uh, then they can actually do a principal reduction with our with our money. Oh, great. So, um, yeah, we see that a lot too. So who is eligible for these programs? Anybody in the state of Texas that meets our income limits can apply. So we have a quick quiz. It's four questions. We don't ask for any personal information. We won't be spamming you. We don't ask for your email. Uh, basically, you just take it real quick and see if you're eligible. Um, but a lot of people are surprised at how high the income limits are, uh, especially are in certain metro areas. Um, you know, Are they the same throughout the entire state, or, or do they... They're going to vary. Yeah, okay. they will vary by county. So that's why we built this quiz to make it easy um, so that you can answer the questions. It's going to ask you what you do for a living, uh, how many are in your household, what county do you want to purchase in. That's based on the uh, average medium income for these, those areas. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Yep. So, you know, go to the T-Shack website, the Texas state affordable housing corporations website and take the take a quick quiz see how much you can qualify for you may be surprised you may think well i may not be able to buy the home i really want and and lo and behold it's available and you may be able to get to five percent so yeah. now are you just taking the person applying their income into consideration or are you also taking a household income that's a great yeah that's a great point um with the down payment assistance by itself, we are just looking at the person applying, um, the person on the mortgage. So if there's a non-purchasing spouse involved and they're not going to include that income to qualify them, then we wouldn't look at it either. And a lot of times that may help people that um, may be over with their incomes combined but are happy with what they qualify for based on one income alone. They can still qualify to use our program in that scenario. Uh, with the MCC, we are looking at household income of anyone that will end up on the deed of trust. So anyone with ownership interest, even if, you know, we wouldn't take into consideration an income of an 18 year old or a 
22-year-old college student living at home working full-time or uh, maybe a parent living at home on Social Security, um, we wouldn't take that into income and into consideration if they're not going to be on the deed. Now, non-owner occupied parents assisting a child by their home, is that acceptable? We do allow non-occupant co-signers, okay. yes. Um, and we have a section in our guides that goes through that. They don't have to be a first-time home buyer, the non-occupant co-signer. Um, we wouldn't include their income to determine their eligibility for the program, but you can use that non-occupant co-signer's income to help them qualify, of course, um, for the loan itself. Fantastic. So I imagine the process is very long. Is that is that a fair statement? You're just leading me into this. Stuff. <laughs> You're like, no, because you know it's not. <laughs> um no, it's absolutely not longer. Uh, so we that's another myth. So we can count that as however many myths that we've busted today. Right. Um, no, it's it's going to take the standard amount of time to close on a loan. So 30 to 45 days. Um, we are reviewing the files that get submitted to us within 24 hours or one business day, rather. Um, so we're not adding any time to the process at all. <laughs> we get questions a lot from realtors that are also concerned about that or are concerned that they have to disclose to the seller that the, the buyer is using a down payment assistance program. And we tell them you do not have to do that because they're using a standard FHA, USDA, VA, or conventional loan product. And that's all the, the seller needs to know. So those are the two main questions we get a lot from realtors. So thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> So if you're doing a USDA or a VA and you have your full entitlement if you're in VA, potentially your the loan allows for zero, uh, 100% financing. Mm -hmm. So if they were and if their closing costs on those two particular programs, VA or USDA, if they were to select the 5% uh, down payment assistance. Mm -hmm. And it's enough to cover the closing costs, and there's a little over. It, does, does the buyer get that additional money, or do, or what happens with the additional, say, one percent? Yeah, so that's what I was talking about earlier. Anything mm -hmm. that the borrower pays outside of closing, um, their earnest money, appraisal fee, credit report fee, they can get that back. If there's more than that that's left over, then that would be put toward a principal reduction of the of the loan itself so um it would be put toward the loan essentially as like more down payment mm -hmm. so if you figure this out you say uh you go through the process it's early enough during the process instead of going you've already made i guess reservation or uh, at five percent is there an ability to go back to, to lower the amount needed and essentially to get a lower interest rate yes absolutely yep okay great simplest so, answer is yes <laughs> fantastic fantastic now we're going to take a quick break again okay because i really want to hear about this program that's coming out okay all Sounds right great. so we're going to take a quick break uh you know hook the hook having people stick around listening for this so um you're listening to the reba show home ownership here from the experts come back after the break a couple of minutes so we'll see you in a little bit
I'm Salvador Villalobos, the host from The Reba Show, home ownership here from The Expert. I've been a loan officer for the past 30 years. During that time, I've been able to help many home buyers become homeowners. My name is Alex Ruiz, co-host of The Reba Show. At 15 plus years of financial services experience, I'm currently an agency owner for an insurance company. On the show, you'll hear from industry experts if you're looking to purchase your home or to sustain your home. Make sure to tune in and listen to us every Tuesday at 2 p.m. And learn from the experts. Salvador Villalobos, the host from The Reba Show, home ownership here from The Expert. I've been a loan officer for the past 30 years. During that time, I've been able to help many home buyers become homeowners. My name is Alex Ruiz, co-host of The Reba Show. At 15 plus years of financial services experience, I'm currently an agency owner for an insurance company. On the show, you'll hear from industry experts if you're looking to purchase your home or to sustain your home. Make sure to tune in and listen to us every Tuesday at 2 p.m. And learn from The Experts. Salvador Villalobos, the host from The Reba Show, home ownership here from The Expert. I've been a loan officer for the past 30 years. During that time, I've been able to help many home buyers become homeowners. My name is Alex Ruiz, co-host of The Reba Show. At 15 plus years of financial services experience, I'm currently an agency owner for an insurance company. On the show, you'll hear from industry experts if you're looking to purchase your home or to sustain your home. Make sure to tune in and listen to us every Tuesday at 2 p.m. And learn from The Experts. You're listening to The Reba Show, homeownership here from the experts live from Fishbowl Studios in Bedford, Texas. I'm your host, Salvador Villalobos. Again, hey, Alex, get better. So today we're talking about you don't need 20% down to purchase your home, and you don't have to be a first-time home buyer. There's a caveat to that. So, and we're getting all this information, this great invaluable information from Sarah Eleanor with T-Shack which is the Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation. So, Sarah, welcome, and thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. It's been fun. So, Sarah, we before the break and before the other break, we were talking about a program that's coming out soon, if it isn't already there. Can you elaborate a little bit more about that program and how it's going to benefit more home buyers? Yes. Um, so, yeah, we did it. I told Salvador, I said, this is my second time being live on TV today. We had a Facebook live event this morning as well for T-Shack um, here internally. And we are announcing a down payment assistance product that will be available on the 1st of February. It is a bond funded down payment assistance program. So, the kind of the difference between that and our current down payment assistance is the current down payment assistance is funded in a different way, and we could technically call it our non-bond DPA. Um, perpetual funding doesn't run out always there, and that on that side, right? This particular bond-funded DPA is funded through mortgage revenue bonds, which, um, as the state's nonprofit, we are able to issue bonds to make products like this available to home buyers. 
and so what it will provide is 4% down payment assistance to the buyer um, with a, an interest rate on the first lien mortgage much lower than what our non-bond 4% down payment assistance option will would offer. So um, we're hoping for an interest rate somewhere in, you know, the sub sixes. Um, So obviously, you know, a competitive rate compared to what the market is bringing now, plus the down payment assistance being attached. Um, The down payment assistance will be the three-year deferred forgivable second lien. So forgiven after three years. Uh, It will be available to first-time homebuyers that are at or below 80% of the area median family income for their particular county. And they can see that on your website, is that correct? Yes, we do have an income limit chart uh, that is on our website. Most of the lenders will be the ones that are qualifying the home buyers, but you you should know about it and know that it exists and we can ask the lender um, to help you determine if you qualify for that particular program. Uh, but again, the 80% area median family income is based on the county where they're purchasing. So it will vary depending on where they're at in the state. Great. So a nice segue into I have to use a particular lender, only only a very handful, a select handful of lenders are, are chosen. We have over 200 participating uh, companies. With over, I would say, I don't know, 2,000 probably participating loan officers across the state. Um, And so, yes, they do have to be trained with us. We want to make sure they understand how the programs work. Uh, We want it to be a smooth transaction for the home buyer, for the lender, and for the realtor. So, um, And do, do rates vary from lender to lender or from bank to bank? So... The only thing that might vary are the fees that are charged to originate the loan. But we set the interest rate on the mortgage loan, depending on how much assistance that borrower wants or needs. Um, So you remember I I said in the beginning, we offer 2%, 3%, 4%, 5% down payment assistance. That's a percentage of the loan amount. Um, We set the interest rates on those amounts. So we basically say, if you want the 3% down payment assistance, this is going to be your interest rate on your on your mortgage. And so that's not something the lender can change. Fantastic, great, great. So, so how do I find a lender? How would I find, do I just go to a bank and say, can I speak to your down payment assistance lender or is there a list or? How, how, so we again, we try to make it super easy. Uh, that quiz that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. the little four question quiz that you take to see if you're eligible at the end, if you are eligible, it actually points you to a list of lenders in your area based on the county that they choose when they take the quiz. Um, so it's going to say, hey, you qualify for down payment assistance or the mortgage credit certificate or both. Here's some lenders in your area. Get started by calling them today, you know. Um, so there's no direct application to TSHAC for these programs. They're working directly with the lender. The lender's working with TSHAC behind the scenes to make sure everything gets done. So it's a very easy process for the borrower. They're just doing one, one step with the lender, right? They're filling out the paperwork for both the mortgage and our assistance at the same time. Great, great. Now, the... Uh, 
I'm sorry. I was thinking of one question and I jumped to another one in my mind that I was going to okay. ask. Now I'm blending them, so I apologize. That's all good. So, so T-Shack <clears throat> allows for the down payment, mm -hmm. and you can use you can choose two, three, four, or five percent. Right. FHA, VA, USDA, conventional. conventional. Mm -hmm. Are you allowed to layer that with other um, programs to benefit the borrower? So any of the like local community second programs that you might know about, like maybe the city of Houston or the city of Dallas has a program. Those types of programs are OK with us. Um, we would just want to make sure that the the financing structures are uh, what I want to say. Um, they mix with each other. So, you know, we have our grant down payment assistance. If you want to go to another community program like the city of Dallas, they have a second lien down payment assistance program, then that would pair well with our grant because our grant doesn't have a lien position that it needs to take. The three-year deferred forgivable second lien needs to be in the second lien position. So if you were to go to a local program and they were okay with taking the third lien position, then that would be fine, right? It would be fine with us. You would want to make sure it's fine with them. Um, so that's really the main thing. The only thing you can't combine are two first lien programs. So there are some other down payment assistance providers in the state that also pair their down payment assistance with the first lien. So you wouldn't be able to combine the two first lien down payment assistance options. Because you could only have one first lien. You, know, you could only have one mortgage at a time. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Or or a junior one mortgage. First lien. Right. <laughs> one first one lien. One first lien. You can have a junior, and if the everything aligns, you possibly may have a third. Uh, option, but not very common. Yeah. But it, it's available, and, and if it can help you save some money and buy the home of your dreams, why not? Mm -hmm. Sure. But talk to your lender. Um, so your lender has to be trained. Mm -hmm. So they were trained five years ago. They're they're set. Is that correct? So the way that we have dis determined to keep up with that on our website is that. Anybody that's listed on our website currently as an approved participating loan officer has to have helped at least four families in the last 12 months use our program uh, in order to be listed on the website. And we wipe that clean every year. At the beginning of every year, we look back 12 months. We offer the opportunity to all those loan officers that have helped four families to create their profiles. Um, this year, we're excited because we're actually adding profile pictures Oh, wow. to um, those lender profiles so that people can, you know, get a little bit more warm and fuzzy feeling when they're looking through those diff different profiles when determining who to choose as their lender. Um, but yeah, so we, we feel like, hey, if you've helped at least four families, then you know our process well enough to have a good transaction with us and with the borrower and with the realtor. Um, we also do production reports every quarter where we highlight the top 20 loan officers on a specific page on our website um, that basically shows those folks have done the most, helped the most families with us um, over the last quarter. And so we update that every single quarter. Lots of new names appear every quarter. It's great. So we're trying to highlight and, and push those people out there to folks so that, um, you know, we're saying thank you for helping more people use our programs. And hopefully they're getting more referrals because of that. So, right. So we've discussed what T-Shack does. Mm 
what programs they offer, the percentages of down payment assistance, the mortgage, uh, uh, the credit, mortgage certificate. The credit certificate, the um, eligibility, uh -huh. the income, uh, uh, how to determine your income uh, eligibility. Mm -hmm. um, we know that your loan officer has to have been trained to be able to offer this service, and that's on a yearly basis. Yeah. And we know how long the process takes. Now, the next important question is, what are the actual eligibility requirements for a individual to qualify for this program, such as credit scores, um, if there's if it, they're in a particular profession or you know the different programs associated, how are they? How would they select that? So, um, six twenty is the lowest credit score that we'll accept. Um, six forty for conventional. So, um, <clears throat> other than that, it's just a matter of them getting approved with the loan officer in their underwriting process, right? Getting approved for the loan that way. Um, I'm sorry, what was the second part of your question? Um, the el eligibility, so the credit. Right. Um, professions, sorry. Professions, uh, right. So you don't have to be in a specific profession to be eligible to use our programs, but we do have a specific program called the Tex Homes for Texas Heroes right. program. That was the first program that was developed by the Texas legislature for us to uh, administer. And that is really for um, first responders. So, you know, police officers, firefighters, EMS. Uh, then we've got teachers under that category. We've got um, corrections officers. Uh, veterans were added a few year, handful of years ago. Um, so the Texas Heroes category offers so if they're going to combine our down payment assistance and mortgage credit certificate program together, um, then they get a $500 discount. Uh, that's really the main benefit that they would receive over someone else. But the great thing is a lot of these guys don't even know that that program exists. And so, you know, this, the state of Texas did create a program for you, um, considers you a Texas hero and wants to help you through our, our down payment assistance and mortgage credit certificate um, assistance options. So, uh, you know, if you're a lender or a realtor out there listening today, that provides you a great target audience to market yourself to. You're like, hey, I, I learned about this on Fishbowl Network. I'm going to go promote this and say, I know how to help these people use this program going forward. So, yeah. And the Reba Show. <laughs> and the Reba Show, yes. <laughs> so, because um, we are the Reba Show here from the experts. Home ownership here from the experts. So, um, so this program is it allows for a 620 credit score minimum if you're going if you're using a government agency program FHA, VA, USDA, or a 640 if you're using conventional. Um, thank you, State of Texas, for developing creating this program, uh, Homes for Heroes. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic that you're you know you know. They give so much to our communities, you know, this is that the least that we can do for them. Yeah. So um, the other so the, the the question that I have is are all the guidelines typically the same or are they somewhat different between lenders 
or are we using a certain um, uh, underwriting system to, to, to assist us as lenders? Yeah, so no, I mean, you're, you're following FHA guidelines, you're following VA guidelines, you're following USDA guidelines, Fannie and Freddie for conventional. Um, so that, that's what you're following to qualify the borrower. That's going to be consistent among all lenders using the program. Yeah. So you're not creating the guidelines. You're not recreating the guidelines. You're just following the guidelines as they're set forth by these agencies. Correct. Yes. And the only overlays that we mentioned are the income limits and the 620 or 640 credit score. And I was reading on your website, there's no max DTI as long as it's approved on an automated underwriting system. So that that's is... Correct. Yes, that is huge. That's 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 incredible. So and if you're if you come back, I know we talked about this earlier, if, if it comes back and it's in the automated underwriting is saying, no, try adding an MCC if you haven't, because that MCC additional income might actually get you that approval that you're looking for, because that might be a debt to income issue um, that the automated underwriting system is detecting. So. That is fantastic. <laughs> I've learned so much today. Thank you so much. And I'm yeah. sure our listeners did as well. Uh, if you have more information, if you have questions, contact your lender. Um, go to their bank or your, uh, your um, you know, bank lender. Ask information. Uh, if you don't feel comfortable with the information you're getting, there's no reason why you can't go to visit one or two other ones. Uh, we, we want you to... Purchase your home. We want you to sustain your home in excellence and uh, create beautiful memories. So that's a segue to my next question, which is the toughest question I'm going to ask you today. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. What does home ownership mean to you? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, the first so my first obviously catalyst to loving home ownership was when I was working at Habitat for Humanity. Um, I worked closely with a family that uh, they had six kids. Um, they worked really hard to get into that house. All the kids were so excited to show me their rooms, where they were going to be sleeping. Um, and I stayed in contact with that family because uh, I got really close with the older daughter who continued to volunteer with us after closing on their home the two years that I was there. Um, she graduated from college. She went on to get her master's degree. Um, she reached back out to me and just said, thank you for being such a strong woman in my life and being, you know, a role model for me so early on. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, that just meant, wow, look at the generational barriers that she just overcame because she had a house. Like, I mean, she had a home, a, st a stable home, and then she was able to launch from there and go off and do big things. And I think she was able to reach her potential um, because of her stability and the fact that her family had a home uh, to call their own. So that to me is, you know, it's a launching pad. It's, um, it's, somewhat, it's somewhere that, you know, people can feel safe um, and able to focus on bigger things um, in life and be and reach their potential. So that is fantastic. Yeah. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for, for always being available to come on our show and give us some valuable, invaluable information. 
Yeah. Um, I'm constantly learning. So thank you so much and for everything that you and your, your team does to, to help. Um, well, thank you for thinking of us all the time. I mean, we enjoy coming. So, you know, we'll look forward to doing this maybe again later in the year or, or next yeah, year. Definitely. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going to ask you for something else. Not right now, but uh, something that's coming down the pike in the year, through the year. Okay. Okay. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Here at the Reba Show, we are uh, we are serving by providing you information about home ownership as you prepare for home ownership or to sustain your current home. It is important for us that you have all of the information available to you to make an informed financial decision. Become a loyal fan of this, the Reba Show Home Ownership here from the experts. We are the Hispanic Real Estate Brokers Association, a 501c3 nonprofit corporation. We've been streaming live on Facebook at Reba Show, and that's H-R-E-B-A Show. Please follow us on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter is at Reba Show, and again, H-R-E-B-A. This episode is available as a podcast on the Reba Show page at fbrn.us or at rebaconnect.org. If you have any specific questions or comments, you may email us at rebashow at rebaconnect.org. Hand, mouthful. <laughs> Again, I'm your host, Salvador Villalobos. Thank you for listening. Catch us next week between 2 and 3 again on The Reba Show here from the experts. Have a great afternoon. Thanks.